Welcome to Upchuck Theater. We watch the nonsense so you don't have to. With Dustin Hummel, Rob Mikowski, and Aaron Krieger, we spare no film on our vomitous scale. Come waste an hour or so of your life so you don't waste another one. Sit back, relax, and throw up. Can I just wait till the end of this song? Why do we have to wait till the end of the song, Addie? You're wearing a Walkman. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. You sure you want to do this? Yeah, I'm sure. You wouldn't be doing this unless you thought it was a good idea, right? Yeah, right. This is our chance for something better, Ray. Get down! Get down! Get down, Eddie! Back there, that was yours. Nobody was supposed to be there. Nobody was there, Curtis. Fine, everybody. It was my fault. Can we move on now? The game right here. Do you think you can come in here, you, and rip me off? Nobody who plays the game understands the rules. We're not going to say anything. If you cross me once, your life ends. I said no more killing. Ray, I think you better really re-examine your commitment to your lifestyle. Cop understands the rules. He's the good guy. I'm the bad guy. It's his job to catch me. It's my job not to get caught. Is it possible that you admire these people? They're going to make more this week than I'll make the whole year. This is 10, 15 grand. Where's the rest? He's out of control. You have got to cut him loose. What are you talking about? I'm going to Mexico and live there. What are the chances of that happening, right? Two zillion to one. Now we have the mob after us, too. Well, tell me what I want to know. Can you give me a break here? Everybody tells me what I want to know. Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. A Kiefer Sutherland film. I don't know why everybody's yelling at me. I thought it went pretty well. Okay, we're back. Take two. Yeah, much better. Okay, good levels. Uh, let's... New board. Uh, new board. Yeah, new board. New board. Same nonsense. New board. I don't know. I thought I was doing a good thing, and I guess apparently, <laughs> like everything else in my life, I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, tonight... Well, you picked this movie, so... We picked this movie, which is another major stupid decision in our lives. <laughs> and, well, uh, you know, know. And uh, we... Uh, we watch Truth or Consequences NM. Yeah, NM, and that's the actual name. Yeah. So the NM stands for New Mexico. Or I'd have rather played Truth or Dare. Yeah. Nude movie. Or Never Mind. Never Mind. Yeah. Nude movie. Yeah, you know, nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Massacre. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pick your own acronym up, Shookers, because it's a, it's a, it's a fun one. Non movie. Non movie. I like that even more. <laughs> So yeah, we um, we watched this guy, and uh, <laughs> it was what about an hour and forty six minutes, minutes yeah, uh, just of pure trash from nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, horrible. This goes um, this goes along with our discussion yesterday, yeah. Aaron. Which one? Ninety seven. Oh yeah, that's true. See. Yeah. 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 Well, there was the an soundtrack ar- proved it. There was an <laughs> argument. There, there was an article that suggested that there was a two-week period in 1997 that was the worst period of movies or uh, of um, I'm sorry, of uh, music ever released. It included like Smash Mouth and like uh. all this just. All the bands Dustin loves. Just abominable. <laughs> right, Nickelback? Smash Mouth is all right. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ugh, uh, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, Dustin loves Smash Mouth. Yeah, both so, both of our Dustins are just... Smash Mouth fans? <laughs> well, we know, we know California Dustin mm-hmm. is a Smash Mouth mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. Fushu Mugu. Fushu Mugu. Whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Uh, so, so yeah. folks, if Smash Mouth comes to town, let Dustin know. Yeah, please. Do yeah. they still tour? <laughs> no, hopefully they're They probably dead. still release albums. Well, that's okay. That's good. But no, see, but it's good to have a dream. Now, the question is, what, did, the, did this movie come out in those same two weeks as uh, all those Oh, terrible? boy. No, released in May, so like two months beforehand. Uh, uh, close enough. Close enough, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, close enough on that one. 
All right, so um, yeah, we got a returner. Returner to the Upchuckville. Yeah, uh, we do. Uh, welcome Queefer. back, Kiefer. Kiefer. Kiefer, Robert Doob, however you remember him from our past. Because he uh, might as well have been the same character in this one. Pretty much. Same He's, wardrobe, same yeah. style of acting. Same haircut. Yeah. yeah. Same <laughs> terrible rings. Yeah. yeah, same. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, he was decked out. Power Man 5000 pinky ring. Exactly. And this is also directed by Kiefer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Inspired uh, directing. Yeah, exactly. He didn't write it, though, did he? He's not a. He's no. Not a, yeah, of course not. Because no. yeah, he he can't write. Written by Brad Meer, Meerman. Yeah. So Brad Mermaid. Yeah, good for him. No, uh, yeah. Brad, yeah. you're terrible. Yeah. yeah. But no doubt that Kiefer had picked out the songs for every single fucking scene in this movie. Oh. Unbelievable. Let me tell you, folks. If uh, <laughs> if you if you don't like one song, wait another three <coughs> minutes. There'll be another one yeah. on that you won't like too. Uh, I'm gonna go to the official website for Vincent Gallo. By Vincent Gallo. No, he loves himself. Oh, he he, he, he just he loves really it. does. This movie was basically a, a, an MTV 120 minutes playlist. Yeah, an ode to Vincent Gallo's shirt shirtlessness and uh, oh, a terrible vest. Yeah, well, it starts out like any good movie does with a slow motion, um, you know, slow rock song as wait, wait, Vincent uh, Gallo's en- exiting you, maximum security prison somewhere. Were you being sarcastic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I smelled that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's me being uh, sarcastic, chewing so, gum during yeah. a podcast now. Yeah. Well, you know, are those gum or mints? At this point, it's a mint. It's terrible. Yeah, it's Just okay. mute yourself. I want one. So we got well, hi people. Hi, thanks for tuning into the Upcheck Theater. Uh, yeah, Periscope. Mint. We're doing Truth or Consequences, New Mexico right now. Mm-hmm. It's one of the worst movies we've watched. Yeah, I, it's terrible. I want a mint. I'm pleased. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually happy that we watched this though, because you know, Rob has taken sick, sick pleasure <laughs> in bringing movies to the table Such that <laughs> absolutely disgusted me. Like what? Like Rollerball? Yeah. Was, well, no, no. What was the other one? Not Final Fantasy. There was the other one that was Millennium. Just, uh, Millennium was. Yeah. yeah so was I got to do that this time to Rob. I got to bring a movie to the table that Rob is. Con- contemplating throwing his dinner up over. Yeah, this. Yeah, I. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do spoilers, but no, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Five. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, that's that's good. That's all the time we have. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So I don't know. This quick rundown of plot because <laughs> I don't want to waste any more time than they did on the plot. Uh, it's you know pretty much a whatever a crime film. Vincent Gallo gets out of prison, meets up with his old gang of uh, cronies and his girlfriend. Even though one of them's a DEA agent. Uh, right, One of right, his old yeah. cronies. His old cronies. So yeah. he's been a DEA agent, but a friend of theirs for a long, long time. Figure that one out. Yeah. And um, they end up robbing a drug dealer that they had dealings in the past with and go on a massive road trip to sell it to the person they sold it from. And then they kill him, and they kill a lot of people along the way, and then they all die in the end. That's pretty much it. This plot is paper thin. It really, really is. Well, plot holes galore for those who are, you know, listening. You can can just take your notepad and just mark them off. I mean, it's, you know, it's a a two-bit story about a two-bit hood who meets up with his obviously prostituting herself to survive girlfriend. Right. Eight months later, why is it eight months? Yeah, it was eight months later. Him and this dude, the stick-up man, two-bit stick-up man that he met in prison. He was his muscle. Yeah, Curtis. So that means that Lembecki, Raymond Lembecki, was the bottom, and Curtis Freely was the top. Oh, good. And then they're also accompanied by Marcus Weens, played by Micheletti Williamson. Right, he's our uh, who our adds old. like an ED. To everything that he says, so instead of talking, it's talkinged or talked. Talked, yeah. Yeah, I talked to you. I woke you up. Even though, yeah, sorry, I woke you up. Woke even up. though he's <laughs> actually a DEA agent right, who, uh, you know, who speaks proper English. So they go into one of the only one of the only scenes that has any serviceable acting in it because John C. McGinley plays the guy that they stick up. Yeah. <laughs> And um, that was actually a fun scene. Well, there are three. There are three times in this movie where there's actually acting where you can say, "Oh, okay, something's happening." John C. McGinley is in one of them. 
Rod Steger is in another one, and you know Martin Sheen is actually in this as just this hitman who says like twenty things. And there's a torture scene where you know, okay, yeah, he's I, I believe him, and that's about it. That was, actually the that torture scene and the the preceding scene up to the torture was probably the best acted scene yeah. in that entire movie. Well, that's what I mean. There are three down. there are three scenes that have one person that right. can be serviceable. Exactly, and they're and they're all wasted. Right. They're well, all wasted characters. Yeah, well, that's all paychecks, like bus driver. Oh, yeah, exactly. And except we like bus driver. <laughs> yeah, that's we true. love bus driver. Yeah, bus driver is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah so. it's got nothing on truth or consequences. So, so two bit idiots kill trigger happy idiot kills low level drug dealer. Yeah, and they run, and they're all on camera. There's no masks. There's no even though like Lembecki works there uh-huh. or worked there, and then Curtis freely sets it up. Right. They don't have any concept of where the cameras are or what's going on. There's no planning. No. So it's all just recorded. Yeah. Curtis just, like, shoots yeah. on, on he demand. Wasn't, he wasn't listening he wasn't to you. Listening. He wasn't listening. He wasn't listening to you. It's just like, oh, my God. Ugh. And then, and then yeah. you know, they, like, they have this little um, scene to kind of catch up on what just happened in the uh, in the forest, you know, in the, along the way. And then they meet up with Kevin Pollock's character, who's having a picnic with his wife, eating prosciutto. Girlfriend. Which, mm. you know, which Marcus, yeah. Some good fucking ham. Yeah, Marcus, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's ham, bro. Yeah, that's ham, dog. It's like, what? Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden they kidnap these guys for, you know, leverage as hostages. In a Winnebago. In a Winnebago. And um, this is where we find out that Marcus is, you know, dual... Because yeah, he's dropping, he's littering, he's littering <laughs> barely legible notes in the crankcases of this car. Oh, there we go. Oh, your Windows Defender antivirus. My Windows Defender antivirus has just wow. successfully took action. Good. Well, uh, we'll, count, we'll, count, we'll count that as a listener. Yeah, couldn't there we save go. you against <laughs> this movie, though. No, God, it didn't no. defend you. Uh, and, then, and then I love how when the DEA catches up to where they were, I love how the DEA finds the note. Like yeah, he like drops were, it in like the oil shaft or whatever. Yeah, right. The they, hood or something. Yeah, right? and they find it. They find it. Yeah, because you know they're there's they're meant to look for these little. Yeah, but I I think that that was what would you call that, Aaron? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. No, no, no. Hear yeah. me out. Well, hear me out. Because mm-hmm. later on, when you later on when you get to the plot, I'm gonna go back to that. You'll see why. Okay. Okay. Well, when you find the plot, let me know. And um, so... Well, uh, well, he continues to try to write notes to people. Oh, yeah. his notes yeah, are off. Uh, well, yeah, and then he, he writes them on the most obscure... Uh, yeah, but the next one's a sweepstakes. Yeah, like a sweepstakes. Well, only the first note worked. Only the first note. Or, well, right. yeah, one out of two. Right. I mean. <laughs> and then, then he actually gets blatant, and he, he makes a fucking phone call. Ah, uh, see. You know? So, yeah. But the phone call is the trick. Well, yeah. Well, where, well who's he going to leave a note for in well, that right. house? Yeah, that's true, I guess. Is he going to put it down the garbage disposal? <laughs> is that like where they have their like set way place to go? I mean... Well, see, they must have known because when he called his... When he was going to put it in Kim Dickens' ass. When he, when he was <laughs> calling uh, calling his chief or whatever, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His chief, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he was talking, and then, you right. know, what, Vincent, uh, whatever. Gallo. Yeah. Um, yeah, but kudos for his fast thinking on, you know... Pedaling backwards and saying, "Oh, that was you know my my boy." No, I think that was set. Well, oh yeah, that's well, that's definitely like a code. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know, and, and who knows? And maybe perhaps that's that was also like a set thing. Like I will drop a crumpled note In a into a crankcase. Okay, that's like standard DEA procedure according to this movie. That's how they get you, folks. Yeah, so notes in crankcases. Yeah, don't careful. ever let someone that's not, that hasn't pounded you in the ass in prison <laughs> ever go behind the hood of a car. That's true. That's it. You never know what they're dropping in there. Marcus, what are you doing, baby? Yo, Marcus. man, can I get a take a piss? <laughs> so yeah, they, they meet Kevin Pollock's character and his girlfriend, oh, Donna. Donna Moreland. Donna Moreland. And Played they, by Grace Phillips in very hot mom pants from mm, 1997. She's a good-looking girl. She was. She was nice-looking. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they uh, end up taking their Winnebago, and then the next, like, hour is them ditching cars and every, getting new cars. And every <laughs> vehicle that they go into is smaller than the last one. They go from a Winnebago yeah, to, to a like, suburban. a full-size, like... Yeah, Chevy Suburban. Yeah. And then to an Intrepid. With Dodge. six people. A Dodge Intrepid. With six people. So every time they downsize, 
Yeah, and four people in the back. I mean, I understand that Kiefer Sutherland is a midget, (laughs) but I mean, is he really? Yeah, he's like five six. He's yeah, he's a he's a short he's a short dude for you know. Well, Dustin, how tall are you? About five seven, five eight. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I like like how yeah, yeah, yeah. Five seven. Five eight. Five seven. Eight and a half. All right, George Costanza. (laughs) So, (laughs) oh, we lost people. Oh, that's so basically, they switch cars a couple times, and um, we find out that Addie is pregnant, and she's all happy about it in the Winnebago after she pees on the stick. Ugh. And then the, iPod. the yeah. whole point is that they're trying to get to Vegas to go to Mr. Tony Vago. Yeah, good for that. Now, Tony Vago is a higher-up mob boss who they want to do a deal with for the... The drugs that they stole from the For the 30 game. keys that they ripped off of Eddie Grillo. Right. Now, so in one of... In the second, actually, competent scenes in this movie, out of probably 12 so far, Rod Steger plays Tony Vago, and he berates Lembecki and Curtis Freely for being idiots, and he hits them, and, you know, he's like, no, you stole from me, so why am I going to pay you? Come on, Tony, we, we just, we just want to do a deal. He's just, just trying to do a deal. He's trying to do a deal. And then there are very conveniently placed guns. Oh, yeah. Like, put those in there. Yeah, very yeah, conveniently yeah. placed. And then Curtis just shoots everybody and. As you do. And burns Tony, you know, Tony Vadge's face. And, <laughs> and then and he shoots puts a him bullet through right. the chair yeah. into his spine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Um, yeah. Good. So, uh, yeah, th- that whole scene, again, stupid. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely kudos to Rod Steiger for bringing it up a notch from the nonsense that yeah. you know, well, you know, he he's got to deal he with. Got, he got his check. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, do you like mysteries and urban legends? Do you like creepy stories and unsolved true crime? Then join us every Tuesday and Saturday at Mysteries and Urban Legends and get to the bottom of weird urban legends and spooky mysteries. Upchuck Theater Podcast. So what we got, basically, is now they're on the run again. Only the this time, car yeah, they're they're getting they're getting hunted by Tony Vago's hitman, sir. Yeah, sir. You may call me sir. You may call me sir. Played by Martin Sheen. Martin who's, Sheen, who's going to take these guys out? You know, uh, this whole thing. So. Now they're headed to Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Well, they stop off at uh, his cousin's house. Oh, that's Raymond's right. Raymond's cousin's right. house. Right, right. And Rob was a big fan of his uh, his attire. Right. Yeah, Wayne. It was terrible. With the Wayne. jeans. Well, well he had them rolled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like greaser style. Yeah. And he's like an idiot. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he, throws, he throws a rock through his window. He's like, I'm going to go to my girlfriend's house. And they ride his bike over imagine his what his. You imagine what Wayne's girlfriend must look like? The practice girl? <laughs> <laughs> Fountains of Wayne. Exactly. Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, yeah Wayne married a practice. Wayne, well, if he lived, he oh, would yeah. have married a practice girl. Yeah. He rides his he Huffy live. over to his girlfriend's house um, because his, they, they want to Huffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they steal his car, Schwing. so he's got to ride his Huffy. Uh, so they um, they go out. Is that the night they go out and um, Kevin Pollock? Uh, what's Gordon's? Gordon. Gordon kills a man. Well, he doesn't kill him. Oh yeah, he slices his throat and then Curtis Kiefer Sutherland's character kills the man that he started to. But he lets make. Gordon think that he did because Gordon's been been affected by Stockholm syndrome. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Gordon, because okay. Gordon actually he repeats to. I love Sweden. He reports to he he repeats to Donna what uh, Queefer said. He said, you know, the good guys, their job is to catch the bad guys. Bad guys' job is to not get caught. So then Gordon is emulating Queefer because he's you know he's a loser, he's a loser, yes. You're a loser, and so Donna says, "My God, Gordon, do you do you admire these people?" Well, what's wrong with looking at their side of things? Oh, God. You know, there's two yes. sides to every story, and then that's the quarter thing, which we didn't even really talk about that much. Yes. You know, the good guys have to catch the bad guys. The bad guys try not to get caught. Yeah. And it's like, you know, so, it's L.L. Bean out tire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the Sweden syndrome? 
Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome. It's where you associate with your kidnappers. Yeah, you begin to emulate like what your kidnappers are doing, yeah, you, um, or like you know, like a you dog, feel sorry for them. Like Dog Day Afternoon yeah. when they were robbing the bank and the bank people. Like you know, like the the customers or whatever start to side. It's basically I take you hostage, and at some point you start to side with me. You why would you do that? Psychological. Well, because I don't get it. Because Kiefer Sutherland Psychological. has such a yeah. You, know, you, you you wouldn't get it. You would just be doing it if that's how it progresses. I would never do that. Well, there you oh, go. Yeah. So you know you, you, you have, have magnetic personality. Yeah, I don't know. Like someone Kiefer took me Sutherland hostage. I'd probably I'd probably try and kill him. Oh. Well, Maybe you know, you. yeah, you know, yeah. So oh, you have uh, Finnish syndrome. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So, uh, um, oh, I'm Finnish, all right. Yeah. So well. Gordy, you know, he he tries to impress these guys by slicing the dude's throat, and uh, you know, it was self defense. Yeah, self defense. But then Vincent Gallo like, flips Gordon? out at him. Yeah. How does it feel? <laughs> does his how little, does it feel? Does his little. Um, his little PSA for the movie and tells him, you know, hey, <laughs> is this what you wanted? Is this what you wanted to do, Gordon? You know, making him feel like shit. Like he, and then he goes home and he's got to tuck in his blanket with his girlfriend because he's feeling so bad about what, it. What happened though? What did you guys do? Gordon, Gordon killed someone. Yeah, right, right. Comes right in, t- you know, lets the bag out on Gordon that he's, you know, he just murdered. What, what took you guys so long? Right. Gordon killed someone. Right, and then Gordon, for the first time in the movie, like has a nut and says to, you know, says to his girlfriend, "Go get me some ice. Give me some ice. Give me some ice. Ice, ice, or I'll Bitch slice or your I'll throat." Slice your throat. <laughs> no, I wish you said that but yeah. um so uh yeah so he's sitting in his little you know with his his girlfriend underneath a blanket and she's like you know he has the feelings for him and all this stuff and you know they have this little heartfelt conversation there's so many heartfelt conversations in this movie it makes many soulful It'll moments you like just slow moving soulful yeah. moments yeah. and then it'll go slow motion there'll be another song for you to dislike and um yeah then you come back out into another nonsensical scene so basically after this whole night happens now they're in mexico now New they're mexico. moving yeah they're moving towards the what's his face raymond's brother's um, house. The, in, no one's there. No one's there. Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Martin Sheen's character has come over to Wayne's house and is basically, you know... Um, Giving him the snip. Yeah, exactly. You know, kind of just... GTA torture scene. Exactly. I say yeah. again, take a seat. Yeah, take a seat. Take a seat. Take a seat. And then he just starts clipping off his fingers with a pair of pliers. Stay with me, son. Yeah. Stay, Stay with, with me, son. son. Where, where is he? And then he gives off the uh, New Mexico, um, you know... Clue. Right. And, and, and at this point, Raymond and uh, Addie are engaged. Oh, right. Because he asked her to marry him. Right, right. She reveals that she's pregnant. Right. They bang. You can't tell who has bigger boobs. <laughs> um, tell who's who. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You know. It's, no, I mean, I really couldn't. Uh, no, I, yeah. no, I, I, mean, know, I know. I, I think that was the point of the scene. And really. then did you notice the juxtaposition there? Like, like, like how she cries in the bathroom when she was in the bathroom in the Winnebago. She was all happy. Oh yeah, 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 and then she and cries. She cries because she doesn't want. Well, because her kid's gonna come out a murderer. Oh yeah, right. Well, right. He's yeah. got the murder gene. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. He's got the idiot gene. Well, there you go. It's, so, they're actually, they're actually not who she's. Meanwhile, on the New Mexico porch, uh, you know, there's there's Curtis just looking out, and he notices the reflection of a scope. Yeah, he is sees the light. Sees? Yeah, yeah. Light he goes all Metal smoke. Gear. Yeah, exactly. So he goes in, Kiefer. and then he like nice. sneaks up on the guy and pops him with his gun and brings him yeah. back into the house. Oh yeah, because he's been that subtle for his career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is Idiot. this is where you can explain the coin because I guess it yeah. figures prominently in this scene. Yeah, well. So the whole fucking movie, he's spinning this coin and saying that if it lands af- after it spins on its end. Yeah. It's edge. You can read their minds. You gain. You see the future. Powers. Yeah, you can yeah. see what's going okay. on. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you know the whole movie, it's falling either on heads or tails, and he spins it twice with this guy. First time it falls on whatever heads right. or tails. Oh, it's your. It's a bad. Like it's just not your lucky day. And then he spins it again, and it ends on the end of the coin. And he's like, "Do you see that? Do you see that?" And then. He then all of a sudden he looks at him and like he has his sixth sense. He's about to get blown away and he moves out of the way. And uh, the he kills one gets, guy. Yeah, yeah, blasted. 
and then he kills one guy, and then he gets killed anyways because the <laughs> coin. Well, because the coin falls over. Oh, is that? So what that, that and, 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 that, and that's where we get to what this movie is about. Yeah, it's about hard luck. Oh, hard luck. Well, yeah. he was he was doing good when the coin was on its edge. Oh, right, right. And then right. it fell over, and you see it fall over. God. And then he dies. And yeah. then they all die. They all die. And then, you know, Sir is going to kill, uh, what's her face? He's going to kill uh, Donna. Oh, yeah. And then Gordon actually kills him. Gordy. You know, with like a rollover trying to do his best Martin Riggs. And yeah. And then. And he looks right at you, like looks at him with this really And it took until they were look. here for Marcus Weens to be like, I'm DEA and I speak proper English. And Rob's. F- most failed scene was just before this, where bef- right before they get into this gunfight, Marcus is calling his his boss, mm-hmm. calling his boss at home with his Dunkin' Donuts and his Chinese food, sleeping on his couch. Yeah, and then you know Raymond said, "Who'd you call? Who'd you call, Marcus? Who'd you call? Call him back." And then, you know, it's obviously a code between the DE agents. Yeah, man, I'm going to check on your mom. I just kind of put a shirt on. Sorry, like, I'm sorry. And they have this, like, wide shot moment, and Rob's just like, just hit him with the fucking phone. Yeah. yeah. That would have made the scene. Yeah. Yeah, he he would have made the movie for me, though. Well, we, 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 have, we definitely have a way that this movie could have been a lot better. Yeah. You know, like, we, we, could, we could change things around a little bit. Yeah, remove yeah. Every, remove everybody <laughs> except for Donna. Right. Well, um, you know it's kind of funny because Marcus Marcus is going through a little bit of Stockholm syndrome too with uh, with Raymond. Well, he's my dog. Man. Yeah, he's he's his dog. He's the you know, dog. He could care less about Curtis. Like he really wants to right. kill Curtis a couple of times. But him right. and Raymond, yeah, they're they're tight. Well, you know Raymond Raymond yeah. has you know Raymond's such a redeemable human being. Oh yeah, yeah. You know he doesn't rat on people. Yeah, right. He has a girlfriend he loves. Yeah. Gets, you know, actual fellatio from Chloe Sevigny. And, wrong, uh, wrong, Vincent Gallo. Don't worry, we'll get the. Let's yeah. wrap this up so we can just start making fun of. So Vincent yeah. Gallo so anyway, real. we what we have is this standoff that just turns into a full on bloodbath. Everybody dies except for Gordon and Donna and, and, Marcus. and Marcus. Marcus. The bad guys die. Every single mob guy. Martin Sheen is sir. Right. Addie dies, and when Addie dies, Raymond doesn't. Right. And then he, there's a guy behind Marcus who's going to kill him. One of that the was mob so guys. Stupid. And then Marcus shoots him, but he shoots him in the shoulder. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Vince, I just want to be alone with Addie. And then the guy's getting ready to shoot Marcus, and he shoots. The guy he shoots the guy. Marcus shoots him, and then in slow mo, he yeah. turns around and realizes that Raymond yeah. was saving him. Exactly. We have another queer song that cuts to a wide shot, and then we, uh, yeah, we end. Truth or consequences, New yeah. Mexico. It's just a consequence, folks. There's no truth in this movie. Well, no, the truth is that it's terrible. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a consequence if you watch it. Yeah. Truth or consequences, New Mexico wasn't even filmed. In truth or consequences, oh, I have no, I have no surprises there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where was it? Buffalo? No. <laughs> no. No film. I love how that's that how it says that here. No filming took place there. That's funny. No, Heber, Hurricane, Park City, Rockville, Salt Lake City, Wash, and Washington. And all in Utah, Las Vegas, Mesquite, both in Nevada. No filming to place in Truth or Quences, New Mexico. I want to, I do want to mention this, this real quick though, because as as one does with the internet, and yeah. and I need to step away from the, from this movie for a moment. So there actually is a tr- there, <laughs> there is actually a is a Truth or Consequences, yeah. uh, New, New Mexico. There is, and it has been frequently noted on the list of unusual places names. Mm-hmm. So that I had to click on the list of unusually places name or places place names considered unusual, and I found that the fucking Austria. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And a hell Norway. No, no, no. That one's the best. Yeah, fucking Austria is pretty good. Yeah, that's fantastic. I just... I like uh, that. Yeah, then I had to look it up, of course. Oh, oh yeah. And it's a real town. Yeah, we yeah. should... Uh, there you go. 104 people in it. That beautiful. Good. And they're all clearly and doing And all something. their signs have been modified to be theft-resistant. It's named for the 6th <laughs> century nobleman named Faco. <laughs> There you go. Inaccessible uh, island. Yeah, there you boring go. Oregon. Boring Oregon. <laughs> Dull Scotland. Nice. nice. These are all sequels to Truth or Consequences, <laughs> New Mexico. <laughs> well, we, well, you know, the, the once common English street name, Grope Cunt Lane. I love it. No, so, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. 
Well, no, uh, some place names are deemed to be offensive or unacceptable, often through historic changes. An example would be the once common English street name Grope Cunt Lane, <laughs> whose, uh, whose etymology Cunt. is a historical use of the street by prostitutes. Of course. So see that that's I mean I don't see what's wrong with that. Whores no. that that was that was whore alley. They just whore would refer alley. to it as Grope Cunt Lane. Yes. I like, I like Shitterton, England. That's that's good. Shitterton. <laughs> Welcome to Shitterton. There's a place in the Philippines, Sasmuan Pampanga, which was formerly known as Sexmoan, based on attempts by Spanish friars. In Spain, a municipality was named Castrillo Matajuados, Jew Camp Killer, till 2015. I like that name. Oh, that's a great one. That's, yeah. This which one? All right. Oh, well. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I've been too much for Upjack Theater. Ah, uh, right? yeah. All right. Well, we'll I'll save the page for I'm you. I'm laughing inside. Truth I'm or Consequences <laughs> changed its name from Hot Springs in 1950 after the host of the television show Truth or Consequences promised free publicity to any town willing to change its name to that of the show. You got to be kidding me. Well, that's true. Yeah. So uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and there's a population of 6,000, yeah. more or less. Population of none in that other one, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, what we end up with This here, movie's folks, terrible. Yeah, it's I mean, terrible. It's horrible. And I will, and as I promised, I will admit, so as a 15-year-old, as a 15-year-old boy. I need to get ready for this. As a, that's no, it's very, you know, as a 15-year-old boy, I saw this movie, uh, there's a blockbuster that I would I would go to mm-hmm. and rent a lot of movies and right. you know so this was one of them and at the time for some reason I was I was into Kiefer Sutherland like I just I just liked his work or I liked his look people used to tell me I looked like him I guess I don't know maybe that's what it was so uh, so I got so I saw this movie and I was like oh alright yeah you know we'll see what's going on with this and right. so I you know so as a young man as a 15 year old boy I was like oh this is kind of cool it's alright <laughs> and then you know you watch it like twice, and you're like, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, so it's horrible. So, yeah. of course, Vincent Gallo is from you know the Buffalo area, and yeah, that's also terrible. Yeah, yeah which uh, this is a shame because uh, you know I, I have some Buffalo pride, and when I see some no. nonsense like this guy, no. you know, so quote unquote making it, eh, uh, horrible. Like you know. I don't think God. I've ever seen a Vincent Gallo movie that I've actually enjoyed. None. I don't know what else he was. I mean, like what he was in Goodfellas. Oh yeah, as like young man background. Well, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. Mm. But I mean, where he played a prominent role, he's always kind of been. But my problem with him is it's the Johnny Depp syndrome. It's like well, he's, he's not he just mold. He, he just he just mumbles his lines and he does the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's 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 get to where Vincent Gallo is. Well, yeah, he's terrible. Now on vgmerchandise.com, there's the official website for Vincent Gallo merchandise. Oh, good. And you can go under personal services where he's in a sailor suit and he's groping his penis. Good. Vincent Gallo evenings weekends escort fifty thousand dollars. Oh, is that all? Wish, dream, or fantasy with Vincent Gallo, ladies only. Uh, Have you ever watched a movie and fallen in love with one of the actors, the way they looked, or a character they played? Afterwards, you thought of them over and over, daydreaming, imagining things, sexy things. Oh, dear. When I was young, I was madly in love with Tuesday Weld and Charlotte Rampling. On my 14th birthday, I went to see the film Rolling Thunder. Is he reading this from the site? Oh, yeah, this is is what I was alluding to earlier. I was telling you about this. I had my biggest crush of all on the actress Linda Haynes. I wished and wished and wished every day I could meet all these girls. I thought a lot of sexy things with Susan Blakely after seeing her in Lords of Flatbush. Sylvester Stallone. In my mind, I could do anything with her I wanted to, so believe me, I know and understand what it's like to wish and dream about spending time with a movie star. Doing things that couples do. Couples in love, at least couples where the guy is hot and knows how to handle a chick. (laughs) I, Vincent Gallo, star of such classics as Buffalo 66 and the Brown Bunny, have decided to make myself available to all women, all women who can afford me. Oh, dear. That is, for the modest fee of 50000 plus expenses, modest. I can fulfill the wish, dream, or fantasy of any naturally born female. The fee covers one evening with Vincent Gallo. For those who wish to enjoy my company for a weekend, the fee is increased to a mere $100,000. Heavyset, older, redheads, and even black chicks can have me if they can pay the bill. Jesus no real Christ. female will be refused. Wait, wait. 
It really says that. Oh, yeah. I'm reading from the copy. I mean, you're verbatim. reading verbatim. Yeah, yeah. However, I highly frown upon any male having even the slightest mon- momentary thought or wish that they could ever become my client. Yeah. No way, Jose. However, female couples of the lesbian persuasion can enjoy a Vincent Gallo evening together for a hundred grand. Two hundred buys the Lesbos a weekend, a weekend that will have them second guessing. He wrote Lesbos. Lesbos, good for him. I am willing to travel worldwide. However, travel days are billed at fifty thousand plus all re- uh, per day plus all premium flight fees. Scanning for STDs is required, as is bathing and grooming. Prior to our encounter, detailed photos of potential clients also required. An extra fee for security to protect me right. is charged on top of the fantasy oh, fee. Fuck. Security fees will vary depending on the details. Yeah, okay. Potential clients are advised to screen the controversial scene from the brown bunny to be sure for themselves they can fully accommodate all of me. Clients <laughs> who have any doubt may want to test themselves with an unusually thick and large prosthetic prior to meeting me. You may be surprised just how much you can handle and how good it feels. This service is available but only payable whoa, by whoa. cash, check, and or bank wire. No credit card payments. Oh, that's whoa, a shame. Email your inquiries, ladies, to info at vgmerchandise.com. Hold on. Vincent Gallo sperm. One million dollars. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm having... Stop there. Uh, yeah, yeah seriously. I'm having good. a hard time here. I it, 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 Let's go back a little bit there. Yeah. Have you ever had a fantasy about Raymond Lembecki? <laughs> did did he really make illusions oh, yeah. that that women should use? Yeah. you know the Doc Prostetic. Johnson brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. should watch Prostetic. Lexington Steel and get ready. Yeah, for him. You yeah. know, he so, actually wrote. This is actually yeah. his site. He's so, huge. Yeah, you yeah. gotta watch the Brown Bunny. He's oh, yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. Chloe Sevenly said it was uh, it was very liberating to uh, yeah. blow Vincent for yeah. real. Sure. This guy is an absolute scumbag. Oh, yeah, of course. Those of you who have found this merchandise page are very well aware of Mr. Gallo's multiple talents, but to add further insight into the value of Mr. Gallo's sperm, aside from being multi-talented in all creative fields, he was multi-talented as an athlete, winning several awards for performing in the games of baseball, football, and hockey. He wrote all of this And making it, I'm skipping about 100 lines, uh, in hockey, making it to the professional level of Grand Prix motorcycle racing. So it's 500,000. If the purchaser of the sperm chooses the option of natural insemination, there's an additional charge of $500,000. So this dude wants a million dollars. And the price includes all costs related to one attempt at an in vitro fertilization. That's a $50,000 value. Yeah, that's great. From above. Yeah. So he's giving you, he's banging you for free for a million dollars. Yeah, good. And uh, if you've seen the brown bunny, you know the potential size of the genitals if it's a boy. Eight inches if he's like his father. I don't know exactly how a well-hung father can enhance the physical makeup of a female baby, but it can't hurt. He maintains a full head of hair, and at the, I wish I did, at the age of 43, has surprisingly few gray hairs. Um, okay. He more subtly featured female. His features are sharp and extreme. They would probably blend well with a softer, more subtly featured female. Mr. Gallo maintains the right to refuse sale of his sperm to those of extremely dark complexions. <laughs> Though a fan of Franco Harris, Derek Jeter, Lenny Kravitz, and Lena Horn, uh, Lena Horn, Mr. Gallo does not want to be part of that type of integration. In fact, for the next 30 days, he is offering a $50,000 discount to any potential female purchaser who can prove she has naturally blonde hair and blue eyes. Anyone who can prove a direct family link to any of the German soldiers of the mid-century also receives this discount. Under the laws of Jewish faith, a Jewish mother would qualify a baby to be deemed a member of the Jewish religion. This would be added incentive for Mr. Gallo to sell his sperm to a Jew mother. A Jew mother. His reasoning being with the slim chance that his child moved into the profession of motion picture acting or became a musical performer, this connection to the Jewish faith would guarantee his offspring a better chance at good reviews and maybe even a prize at the Sundance Film Festival or an Oscar. To be clear, the purchase of Mr. Gallo's sperm does not include the name, the use of the name Gallo. The purchaser must find another surname for the child. Yeah, you good? You good? You want to read some more? That's all the time we have for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the ten minutes of Vincent Gallo. That guy's a scumbag. 
Yeah. Okay. So any of you, any of you rich people out there that want to fuck Vincent Gallo, just have your yeah. Have just your, no dark complexions. Yeah. Exactly. Like real, yeah. you know, like Lena yeah. Horne dark yeah. complexions. At least he's at least he's real smart. low point for. At least he's smart. Uh, that, yeah, that so, is. You know. Let's. Uh, well, hopefully you can find the Jew. Hopefully you found a Jew mother. I mean, you know, Jew mother. I'd be interested to see how many people have actually paid for these weekends with this fuck. And there's a picture None. here. There's a picture here of him with Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, and George Bush. Yeah, right. Because he was alive during all of their presidencies. Well, he's 56 years old. Oh, is I he? Mean, okay. So, all right. Well, you maybe know. Uh, all right. So here, here's the here's the real deal, folks. Don't watch the movie. Don't support Vincent, Vincent Gallo, Gallo ever. Don't have his babies. Don't spend a weekend with him. Don't let him in vitro fertilize you. Don't even watch the scene in the brown bunny, even if you're interested. It's not that big. Don't even listen to this episode. Don't even. <laughs> no, don't. No, well, no. we're trying to, you know, we're testing out the. No, t- uh, listen, turn the episode off now. Seriously, because because if you listen further, you're supporting him. I can't support him. That's true. I can't do this. I can't either. I can't either. That's why I'm jumping straight to the rating and giving this a fat old five. Five. And it's and five. it's it's got a lot five. to do with Whoa. Gallo. Five. 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 <laughs> five. We need a bigger number. Hey, Rob. What? What, what number did you give this? Five. <laughs> well, maybe it just it just doesn't five. rate. It's uh, oh, here we go. So on Rotten Tomatoes, five. Oh no, <laughs> Al S, a super reviewer, a powerhouse crime thriller. You're an idiot. That's crafted with intense direction. Who's this? Uh, Al S. All right, hold on. Director and co-star. How do we get a hold of Al Keith, S? I don't know. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland wait, wait, is a wait, knockout. Wait, wait, wait. wait. His performance his is explosive. That he got from and his Gallo. direction is brilliant. Is it really Al S? Yeah, Al S. Just go Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. like A L. A-L. Yeah, Al space S. Mm. A riveting and action-packed thrill ride that actually has consequences. Oh, God. <laughs> Vincent Gallo is terrific. Nope. <laughs> Come on, really. Pulp Fiction, it's not, and to call it Tarantino-esque would be overdoing it. Still, it's a fun enough ride, especially with a batshit crazy Kiefer Sutherland. These are both super reviewers. Yeah, okay. So Thanks. these people are what? Any critical reviews? Well, I, I'm merit. Oh yeah, I'm done with uh, Rotten Tomatoes super reviewers. You, you two super reviewers, to, oh, hopefully, please, hopefully, you listen. To oh, this. I'm a you Vincent Gallo fan, Victoria Alexandra. You are idiots. Uh, did you, you spend fifty thousand dollars, Victoria? You it's ultimately don't. not terribly difficult to discern why truth or consequences. New Mexico has been all but forgotten in the years since its release, and that's from a positive review. Release. It's a derivative setup, and the entire film's turn of events is just as unoriginal, but taken at face value as a thriller, it works. Um, no. No. No, it does not. Um, so, the, so like we said, this movie does have a couple actually good performers in it. Uh, Rod Steger, uh, yeah. John C. McGinley, who's always good in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Sheen, you Except know. for the uh, Belco experiment. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So, I, uh, he yeah. missed that one, Rob. Thank God yeah. he did. Yeah, it's a real tragedy for well, him. Well, like, like I said, yeah, I, I, I tried. I tried to find redeeming, redeeming mm-hmm. quality in this movie. Could, no, there was none. None. There none, was none. Absolutely none. This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Absolute worst. <laughs> this, this is... This is the new bar. I've seen bad movies. I, there's movies mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, in in these Sucker podcasts. Punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sucker I would have, punch. I would watch Sucker Punch. Sucker punch. Sucker punch. I would watch Sucker Punch ten times over. Oh, okay. That's it's a better than this. Statement. That's it's a better than this. You know who loves this life. movie? Dustin in California. Dustin, you love this movie. You love True Sequences. Whatever, <laughs> whatever the hell this shit show is. Okay, you love this movie. You know you do. Don't deny it. Oh well. And I want to I want to hear the the callback on that one. Yeah, I know you love this movie. This movie's terrible. This movie is terrible. That's really terrible. Really, 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 really terrible. I can't awful. believe I wasted like all. This. I'm done. It's, it's just I'm done. I'm it's out. Just, just boring Oregon. This movie's terrible. Yeah, boring Oregon. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what this movie is. It's it's garbage. It's it's a five. I'm done. I Rob's done. Yeah, I'm. I can't really speak anymore on this either. I just um. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever it's, you do, stay away from no, Vincent yeah. Gallo Merchandise dot com VG Merchandise. VG Merchandise. 
That's nonsense. Yeah. I'm going to start my own. I'm going to call it DH merchandise. Oh, there you go. But I'm not going to charge a million dollars. You can have mine for a hundred. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you know, every, come, you know, you know, I gotta come back for this one. You know what? A, you know, a recurring theme. You know, a recurring theme in our, in our uh, in our shows now. There's always a moment where you say something where I always have to say hi, Christy, and see what she has to say about it. Oh, she she be all right with that. Making us money, honey. So uh, yeah. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. So you're going to sell your your seed yeah. for a hundred dollars. Yeah. So you're going to bang you can, older chicks? No, 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 no. I'm not going to bang. I'm just going to sell the sperm. Oh, you're just going to... He was talking you, about yeah, selling you sperm, could, right? You could, do, you could go down to this... Oh, no, he wanted to go the extra mile. I, I won't bang. I won't bang. You, I'll just sex. give you the sperm. Say just get, I'll get sex. How are you going to give it to him? <laughs> Jerk off in, in a, a cup. cup. <laughs> yeah. You freeze it? In you freeze it? Dry ice? <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can do that at the sperm bank. Yeah, you can. Maybe like 20 bucks, I think. It's twenty. Well, I'm charging a hundred. I got calls. Vincent Gallo. Fucking well, what are your qualifications? All right. So, what, what are, are my qualifications? What are your qualifications? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't, well, I don't Vincent Gallo was a triathlete. In the brown bunny. In the brown bunny. Vincent Gallo was a triathlete. Yeah, He's right. a Grand Prix racer. Fine actor. Yeah. Well, there you go. So okay. you know you, you, you all, he's charging fifty grand. You want a hundred bucks? Yeah. So so what do you go ahead? I, I don't have any. Sell me on a hundred bucks. It's if you want to have a kid and you don't want Vincent Gallo's kid, I'm offering you an alternative for a hundred bucks. For a hundred bucks, wouldn't you just do that for free? No, I gotta make some money on this. Uh-huh. I'll do it for twenty. And now, welcome to Dustin's sperm. Tonight, we find out the qualifications of who, where, what, and why. Need a dump? Give a hundred bucks. And we're back. Yeah. Wow, folks, we haven't even started yet. Yeah? I'd do it for 20. Oh, yeah? Yep. Well, there you go. There's your competition, but folks. Tell him what he's won. Robbie! <laughs> you <laughs> won some cryovac sperm from Dustin Hummel. Valued at a penny. Valued at a penny. Street value of a hundred dollars. Street value of a hundred dollars. Something you won't want to miss because you've only got one vial, and if it runs down your leg, that's it. Shipping Turkey and based handling or, not included. Turkey based or included? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ding ding. This this podcast has degenerated into sperm selling. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Well, this is what Vincent Gallo does to us. You know what? I, 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 yeah, I'm back. But uh, here, all right. Seriously. He really is. To, uh, uh, all right. Seriously, no. Seriously, for a moment. Let me, let me, let me tell you this. You know, I'm gonna put this in, in a way that's understandable. Um, you, you, you kind of nailed it, Dustin. Yeah. No, you really. No, seriously, you kind of nailed it. Um, it's the Buffalo Pride thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean, no, no. Seriously. Yeah. I know. I'm. You know, I live in Buffalo. Um, I was born in Buffalo. I wasn't here, like, my whole life, but, you know, born in Buffalo. Yeah. And I've been here through the good times, bad times, whatever. Right. And I do have some Buffalo pride. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Anyone who lives in this town, one way that I mean, yeah, a lot of people don't want to stay here or whatever. But when it comes down to it, though, there's there's some buried pride there somewhere. True. And... It's it's really terrible that this guy is from here and he's out there doing he's out there doing like that website. What about the what about the opening but, shot of Buffalo sixty six when he's walking down Washington and you can see the eight I never yeah. seen the movie. The opening shot he's walking like down like Washington Street and you can see of course it was ninety seven, so what was it, H S B C or Yeah, probably. Yeah. And you can see the arena in the background and he's just walking. Yeah. And he's so sad. And I'm like, I've, oh, I've never man. seen it. But my, my, my point in this, though, like what, what you're trying to mention is like, you know, um, like Aaron, I know your work. You know what I mean? I know your work. I know your writing. I know your, your, your acting. I know your directing and stuff like that. And it, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great timing. Yeah. Um, it just, it floors me that someone like that is doing something out there. You know, or got you know, I don't know, dumb luck or whatever the case may be. Because I don't see any, I, I don't well, see any any ounce of talent in him at all. In all fairness, he's and doing he's doing things out there such as the Brown Bunny and Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. So I think we're okay. Well, he, well, I mean, well, here's but, the deal. Here's his deal. Like this is this is what happened with him. He moved down 
to New York City as still like a kid, basically. He's 56 years old. So he moved down to New York City like when he was like, you know, 18. Uh-huh. And and <laughs> I burped on, excuse me. <laughs> and he, um, he uh, you know, so he got in with people like Jean-Michael or Jean-Michel Basquat, the painter. Uh-huh. Like he was in this whole Gallo acted, he acted in The Way It Is by Eric Mitchell. I met Eric Mitchell. When I studied down there for a little while with that waste of space down there, uh, he was one of the friends of uh, Amos Paul, mm. the guy that I studied with. So I met Eric Mitchell. He was this very interesting character. So he was in with this like avant-garde crew down there, and yeah. you know that's what it is. And then Ugh. you know he was like, oh yeah, I got a, I got a, you know, I was in a, I was in a shot in Goodfellas, so now I'm famous. Yeah, right. You know, I, I yeah. Regardless, uh, regardless, it doesn't matter. The no. fact oh. that matter, you know, regardless of whether he went down there or whatever, it doesn't make a difference. The simple fact that he makes Buffalo '66, you know, and it's like supposed to be like filmed here or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. maybe. Yeah. So whether he went down there or not, though, you know, he's still showing that he, you know, is from Buffalo or that. And the fact yeah. that he puts he puts a bad face. Oh yeah, that's my opinion. No, he's terrible. He's um, you know, I mean, the other actors in this, you know, Micheletti Williamson, Kiefer Sutherland, they're obviously very well known. Kim Dickens is too. You know, she's had a pretty good career, all things considered. Um, oh. Yeah, he directed now. music videos? Yeah. He directed Going Inside by John Fr- Frusciante. Yeah. Anemone by Larkin Seal. I love Larkin Seal. That's yeah. terrible. He yeah. started the music videos for Bitter by <laughs> your favorite band, Lit. Yeah. You like them, Dustin? No, I, no, no, I mean, no, Kim Dickens has done things like sexual perversity in Chicago, Palookaville, Mercury Rising. She was on uh, Deadwood. She was on House of Cards. She was in Hollow Man. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, she's she's a Gone Girl. Oh, yeah, she was in Hollow Man. You know, Gone Girl, House of Sand and Fog. I mean, she's had a very, very storied career. And, you know, in his own words, Gallo considered himself a radical. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a Always. radical, all right, yeah. but an extremely conservative radical. I'm done. Yeah. So, you, you know, I mean, movie. it uh, it was terrible. Yeah. It's it's a poorly written, poorly acted, <laughs> con- you know, just cliched nonsense. Contrived. With one of the worst scripts I think of all time. I mean, it's just. So what's it going to be? You know our ratings. Oh well. You know, <laughs> far be it for me to be the the voice of of dissension. No, I'm this not, is I'm not like somebody. Yeah, oh, it's a, mine's a five. Oh I, yeah, sure. I'm just one hundred percent out of five oh. on this one. I'm just bringing back. This is not a thirteen ghost movie, folks. <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> this is not one Dustin yeah. would watch again. Um, this is what I no, this is this is beyond a five. This doesn't rate. This is like sepsis of the anus. <laughs> oh yeah, can we do that then? Oh well, yeah, sepsis, yeah this, this, no, no. this one's awful. Can we I mean, agree? Can we just let's awful. just put it that way? Like, let's just let, no no no. Let, let's take our fives back. Okay. Dustin, me and you. Okay. Right, let's take our fives back, and we just this this is unrateable. Unrateable? Yeah. It's so I mean, bad. We've we done can't. it before. No, I've had a couple like we've that. We've had unratable. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. This well, have we done rate. one across the board? No. 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 Well, there you go. There There's you your go. First. All right. Unrateable. So unrateable. done. You know. Unrateable. Unwatchable. Don't support Vincent Gallo. No. In anything. No. God. So scumbag. Um. Stick whatever. With us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, Download. Subscribe. I I hate you. That was the. Best I hate you that. more every week. <laughs> every week. I hate Dustin, you. Dustin, you're my buddy. I love Jack. you. I hate you a little bit more every week. I like him. Yeah. I think he's alright. Oh well, yeah. you know. Well, you know. All right. All right. See you guys later. Done. And bye. bye. Thanks for listening to the Upcheck Theater Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Or go right to our home at upchucktheater.podbean.com slash feed and subscribe or upchucktheater.com. Until next time, keep the Ipecac candy and the movie viewing nonsense to a minimum. 